Hello. Chris. Are you Martin? No, I'm Chris. Oh, you're Chris. I'm the other one. Oh, you're the other one. I'm Richard. <laughs> How are you this doing? Is Hi, Mike. I'm Paul. Paul. Pleased to How meet you. Doing? Lovely to meet you. Paul and I had headed off to the Cheddar Gorge to not only visit the fabulous scenery and have a rummage around in the quarter of a mile of caves underneath to discover our ancestors, but also to find out if there were any existing cheesemakers left in the ancient village of Cheddar, the home of that fabulous and infamous brand of cheese the world knows all over. We passed a little place up there that we're just slightly confused because it said the original... Is that, a, is that a sort of play on words? Yes. <laughs> that is, that's one of the original shops on the gorge. I just want, do you know, that was what going through my mind that it may have been an original outlet. Yes, but we're, we're the only working dairy in the gorge. Yes. Um, still producing cheddar. And it's only sold through the shop on the internet. Um, one other outlet. Oh, right. That's it. Yeah. You have a fabulous reputation on the internet. There's links to you all over the place, which what we like. has yeah. got to be good, hasn't it? Oh. It is, it is. Indeed. Like I say, come on round and you can uh, see what we've got. This is uh, our visitor centre, so whoever comes can see how the cheese is made. Chris Maynard, the retail manager, very kindly agreed to take us around and he advised us that we turn up at about 2.30 in the afternoon as that was when the cheddaring process took place. Keen to learn more, we placed ourselves in Chris's capable hands and let him be our guide. Now I know it's not an easy process because uh, on the show we have had a go ourselves. <laughs> With a small, we took six litres of um, unhomogenised milk from a farm and it, it scaled down to not much bigger than a fist, to be honest. No, it, it will. Um, the vat you can see in front of you holds 1,250 litres of milk. Right. And out of that you get five cheeses. Good gracious, really. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yes, there is there is quite a quite a lot that goes from it. Um, what you can see Andy doing now is he's draining the whey off. Yep. From the curds, so he's just left with the curds. That's pumped outside into the tanks and fed to the local pigs. I was going to say, so it's all recycled. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a yeah, good. Um, um, the Irish caught on to the fact that they could use whey to make Baileys. Oh, is that what they make Baileys with? Yeah, which is why the pigs enjoy it, because in the summer it goes, out, <laughs> it goes alcoholic. Yeah. So it will ferment in the vats and become alcoholic, so Fantastic. that's why the pigs enjoy it. But yeah, that's, that's Do they ever get up then, the pigs? It's fairly good bacon, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, the whole process takes about seven hours. Right, from the milk coming in to it being moulded and pressed is seven hours. What sort of rennet do you use? Is it a vegetable? Vegetarian or a rennet, vegetarian yes. Rennet. Yeah, we only use vegetarian rennet now. Exactly the same. Wow, you're, um, I mean, it's, it's interesting having made cheese just to get an idea of what it's like. Your um, curds there, which the uh, gentleman is shoveling from your one trough to the other, is a lot more solid than mine. Mine still contained a lot of whey in it. It hadn't really separated quite so easily. Do you that's, do anything extra That's special? another part, uh, nothing special at this stage. I mean, that's part of the cheddaring process. Um, what Andy's doing now is shoveling it out of the, the main vat into the cooling vat uh, where it will cool down a little bit and it starts to solidify and form blocks. Yes. It's then cut up into blocks 
and it's turned over nine times, which is the cheddaring process. Then it, then it can be called cheddar. And that's all by hand? All done by hand, yep. Everything we do, apart from the stirring, is still traditionally done by hand. Um, as you can see, we, we try to avoid as much intervention from modern technology as we can. Um, and it keeps keeps and makes the authentic product. I mean, this Absolutely, is the yes. authentic cheese. This is the cheddar from cheddar. And yeah, now we uh, mature it in the caves as well. We have the oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've got about four hundred cheeses up in the caves that matured to produce cave matured cheese, obviously. Yeah. Um, which again has got a, its own unique flavour. So the environment that that is is bringing in. It, it brings. It, it takes on a sort of minerally taste. It, it, it oh, tastes really? as the caves. Right. But that's as close as you'll get to how it was originally. Because yes, originally that was what the caves were used for. And is it sealed in anything? Do you seal it in wax? It's, or? No, it's purely sealed the old-fashioned way in cheesecloth. It right. has a, a very small layer of lard around the outside to stick the cloth to it. Right. And then um, it will mould up and turn into your and cheddar cheese. cheese. How long do you mature it for? Between six and fifteen months, depending on what strength you want. Right. Six months is your mild, then up yeah. to sort of fifteen, fifteen months, eighteen months to your vintage, oh. and your especially strong ones. <laughs> that does sound nice, doesn't it? The Cheddar Gorge Cheese Company's website reminds us that there are numerous myths and legends of how cheddar cheese originally came into being. I'm sure we've all heard the one about the milkmaid who left a pail of milk in the cheddar caves and then returned some time later only to discover that it had changed into some form of cheese. The earliest references to cheddar cheese date from 1170 and the land around the village of cheddar has been the centre of England's dairy industry since the 15th century, if not before. The dairy men and women found the best thing to do with all the surplus milk produced from the cows grazing over the Mendip Hills was to turn it into cheese by squeezing the moisture out of the fresh curds with a heavy weight. Storing it in the nearby caves ideally suited the maturing process and made the most delicious cheese. And so it was that cheddar cheese was born. So Andy's taking the separated the curds in the way and putting the, the curds into the, the cooling trough and how long will that take to cool that that will cool down in about half an hour 20 minutes um, during that time there's still whey coming out of it the important thing is to get as much of the way out as possible yes um, which you probably found wasn't not as easy, not as as it easy sounds. As, no um, so you get as much as it out otherwise you get sort of wet cheese I mean, we're looking at a, how big would you describe that? It's about, what, 10 foot long by 4 foot wide, something yeah, like that? Yeah, I would that. say so. It's probably about four times the size of your average bathtub. Yes. And out of that, you get five cheeses. You get five cheeses. How big are the cheeses, though? They we're talking, are... What? You're talking the, the old-fashioned traditional size. Oh, I can see a... Yeah, see, the, see the buckets, oh, the yeah, moulds. You've got there, which are, you know, roughly about 28 kilos each. Right. So, so it's a fair amount of 12, cheese, 12 inches deep. It's, it's quite a lot of cheese, yeah. We actually make 60 tonnes a year. So he's, he's now rolled... What is he doing? He's sort of he, kneading He's it. basically kneading it, again, to, to squeeze out as much of the way as possible. Yes. Um, as you can see it running out the bottom of the tank there. Oh, yeah. Quite, so there's still quite a bit in so there. There's still, still yeah. quite a lot in there to come out. It will take a, take a little while for that to come out. Once the blocks have been formed and turned and all the way is squeezed out, it's then milled again 
that is when the salt is added, which is the right. only add to yes, that we use. Yes. Um, we don't use any artificial colourings or flavourings at all, or preservatives. So the salt will be added then. It's then the acidity is checked, because that's important as well. Yes. To make sure the acidity is right, and then it will be moulded. Uh, at that point, when the salt's added, if we're making flavoured cheese, which is another thing we're famous for, because we're the only company that actually adds the flavour at the beginning of the process. Ah, Most when you say at the beginning of the process? At, at, the, at the point where the salt is added, just before it gets milled, yep. any flavouring that's put into it, be it the local cider or port um, or garlic or whatever, that's added then, so the flavour matures with the cheese. Right. Unlike most of your flavoured cheeses that you buy, the cheese is made, mashed up, flavoured, stuck back together again. As, as you'll have a taste outside, we have all the tasters there for you to try, the important thing for us is you taste the cheese as well. Yes. So with all our flavourings, you get the flavour of the cheese first, and then whatever it's been flavoured right, with it. will build yeah. on your palate. Right. So they, it's, it's a marriage yes. rather than a yes. flavouring. Yes, because you're not trying to point. disguise no, the, 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 the cheese last, at all. The last thing we want to do is disguise our cheese. Right, so if you want to yes. have a little walk along, you can see one of the storerooms. So we're coming over to a maturing storeroom, and there are, and you already I can smell yeah, the cheese you coming smell through. The cheese. You have um, on display here in a giant window in front of me two racks of cheese, and these are big. What do you say, 56 kilograms? They're, they're about 46 kilos. 46 kilos, and I mean they are about 18 inches diameter, something like that. Yeah, about that by about 12 inches deep. Big, big, and and. Now, because you can see the sort of the mould and the dust and the the outer skin, which um, you associate with cheeses on a rack. Yeah, there's about 750 cheeses in this store. Oh yes, sorry, I was, each, I was just looking at the front uh, the front cheeses here, and I've just seen the racks. That each of which, like yeah. your cheese, has to be turned once a week. Yes, these are big cheeses. To you turn, know, you've done they? a day's work when you've you've turned you've, a few cheeses. Yeah, they're all labelled. And obviously, uh, with dates, I should add, yep, that, little that's, discs. That's the date it's made. So, for example, the one in front of us was made on the 18th of February last year. Yep. So that's coming up to the vintage stage. Uh, we know exactly which vat it comes out of, because we have the two. We have the round vat there at the back as well. Right. Um, and the old-fashioned square one, which is the one we prefer, we think it produces a much better cheese. So. Oh, really? So even the shape of the fat influences the cheese? Absolutely. Which seems uh, crazy, but... It influenced down, down to the fact of what the, the cows have eaten, what the weather's been like. Yeah. Everything can yes. change and isn't the that, that, that's of the, the beauty of, a, of a, a, a real wholesome product like cheese, is that no piece of cheese is the same. You're always going to... I mean, obviously... You don't want big variations, no. but you are going to get a slight variation in how much cheese you get from the milk that you buy. Yes. Um, and then the flavour changes. That's when it comes down to the master cheesemaker to know his stuff. To, yes. Um, you've got about a three, two or three month window between Deep. strengths to know that you've got it dead white. Right. Yeah. I 
have to say. I mean, everything here looks very clean. Obviously, on the inside, it has to be clean because you don't want any nasty things getting into the cheese. But your whole display here, um, with all your displays and pictures and photographs, and the, the fact that you can watch the cheese process going on, and presumably kids can ask questions when they come. A absolutely. Du during the peak periods, um, we're open to the public 363 days of the year. Gosh. Uh, we only have Christmas off. We're open to the public. During the winter, we don't have guides, but in the summer, it's, it's guided to us, so there's guides at hand to explain everything that's going on, answer questions and whatever, um, purely to make it not just something to look at and an yes. experience in itself. It's something that you won't see anywhere else. No. I mean, so much of this goes on behind closed doors, not because it, people necessarily want to do it behind closed doors, but because they're getting on and doing their job. Yeah. That's right. I mean, we, we've kept it as open as we can, so you can see what, easily see what's going on. You can see Andy starting to do the cheddaring process mm. now. You can see how much the cheese has changed box. already, isn't it? See the texture short. has yeah. changed. It's gone sort of. It's got a wobbly texture it now. Has, yeah. And it's it's kind of they're the size of house bricks. I mean, yes. they literally yeah. are the size yeah. of house bricks. Which it looks like he's building a two-story wall at the moment yeah. with them inside the. Uh, the they cooling are trough. Solid, aren't they? Yeah. As the cheddaring goes on, they will squash down, and that will come to probably about half a vatful stacked up. Right. I mean, and you can again, still see the whey still dribbling yep, out the pipe. Every time the whey is being squeezed out, um, you're getting the firmer product then, and you're starting to produce cheese. It's gone from curtain whey to cheese. Do you find, I mean, you're obviously a seasoned man, if I can use season, <laughs> but do you find, are you ever surprised by the amount of people that come in and, and are amazed how cheese is made? Because I can imagine that these days you've got school kids, but even grown-ups who go a to the supermarket and have no idea. We, we get a lot of people coming in and say, when does the next demonstration start? Well, it's, it's not a demonstration. We, we are a dairy. This is it. Um, it doesn't just appear on a packet on the, uh, the shelves at Asda. Yeah, a lot of people think, you know, you make cheese in 10 minutes and you know yourselves from making it. It doesn't. It's not as easy as that. There's no, a lot and more involved. It, I mean, it, it's, it's been such an education from my point of view. To, to actually go and do it, you suddenly appreciate what you're seeing and you have a little bit of knowledge. And, yeah, it takes a few hours out of your day to give it a whirl. But you'll, every time I look at cheese now, I know what's gone in, into yeah. it, particularly if it's from a smaller dairy than a, a large, big... Yeah, what, what you've got to bear in mind, in, in the big dairies, all this would be automated. Yes. So the turning and everything would be automated. Mm. We still, like to say, we do as much as we can by hand. And it makes a difference? Yes. Yeah. If you ever get a chance to go and visit the Cheddar Gorge, you simply must go and have a poke about in the last remaining cheese dairy. There are large plate glass windows so you can watch the whole handmade process, from the separation of the curds and whey to the cheese pressing. The best part, of course, is afterwards, when it comes to the tasting. Who could resist feasting on all that lovely cheese? The genuine article, Cheddar, from the Cheddar Gorge. Simply gorgeous. So once you've purchased your cheese, what's the best way of keeping it? Is it putting it in the fridge or leaving it Again, in the a old, larder? Again, the, the old-fashioned way, wrapped in greaseproof paper, aluminium foil, and in the fridge. But always remembering, like a good wine, take it out take it an out. hour before you want to eat it. Right. right. And that will increase yeah. the flavour. And you can keep doing it, you can keep popping yep. it back into the fridge. Yep. Right. 
but as soon as you get it home, yeah, that's fine. Take it out of the packaging. And you get the, wrap it the up the old-fashioned way and you get the, the proper... The best out mm. of your cheese. Yep. The proper flavours that go with it. Fit. Fantastic. Well, Chris, it's been an absolute joy to... It's been a pleasure to have uh, you. ...go around. I'm going to go and uh, cruise around there and make a few selections, I think, which uh, um, will be in order to take back and uh, demonstrate to Jimmy and the rest of the team. We thoroughly recommend that you do at least order one bit of cheese and try it, because... You, there really is a difference, isn't there? Yeah, there is and this difference. is cheddar from cheddar. Yeah. And where else can you get it? You can't. Absolutely not. Uh, we are unique. Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you very Thank much. You very much.